welcome to the Dream Permit Podcast, a podcast dedicated to empowering moms to live up to their full potential without viewing motherhood as a hindrance. And I'm your host, Emma. I'm so glad you're here. Hello and welcome to episode number four. Today I'll be tackling the topic, you can have it all, but you cannot do it all. So how do I intend to you know, address this topic? I have a couple of um, points to go through and I'll be addressing them one after the other. This has been a long established debate for like decades, right? Women trying to have it all, trying to you know have it, have kids, have amazing careers, have a great marriage, just having everything all with a smile on your face, and all of that good stuff. So many experts have tried to like surveys and evidence-backed research to kind of um, justify reasons for leaning to either sides of the um, pendulum, right? Either oh you can have it all, or you cannot have it all. But today here on this show, I'll be tackling this topic from the side that says you can have it all because a dream permit here, that is what we believe in. So the first step to doing that is to kind of decide what does having it all mean for you? We're all different people with different priorities and different interests and different goals and aspirations in life. So everybody's um, definition will be somewhat slightly different from the other person's so I want you to sit down and think for yourself what does having it all mean for you that's the first step what is the vision for me and for us on the dream permit crew having it all means one having a high flying career high power you know high impact career having an amazing loving marriage and raising great kids so that now that that is out of the way, we know, okay, this is the definition of having it all. When it comes to having it all, many people wonder, is it possible? Is it not possible? Is it just like an illusion? Should I even stop dreaming? Or um, is it a good dream to have just to, you know, hold on to it, even though it will never come to fruition? I am of the opinion that you can have it all, but you cannot do it all. And that is the most important part of the whole debate, in my opinion. Whether you can have it all, you can Like, the most important part of the debate is, yes, you can have it all, but you cannot do it all. You have to get some form of help. Now, this is where most mothers struggle. Because for some reason, we all want to look like we have it all together. We... You know, like this thing called motherhood, I was made for it. Like, I'm not supposed to have any hiccups on this journey. I'm supposed to intuitively know what my child needs and know how to handle different scenarios that I've never experienced before. Remember, motherhood is like a first time thing, right? When you have your first child, you've never done this before. And for so many of us, we believe that the society expects us to know what we're doing. And you feel some, some form of shame attached to asking for help just raising up your hand and saying this i'm sinking this thing is kind of overwhelming me what do i do here and how do i do this and what do i do this where do i need help so for instance think about help like recruiting or um engaging your family members your friends um or even hiring staff right because so listen you're not a super you 
I know you've seen all those capes on social media with the cape, superhuman, super mommy. No, no, no. Let's just dispel that. You are not superhuman. Oh, you, did you think you were? Do you want to touch your back? Do you have a cape? No, you don't. Back to what I was saying. <laughs> back to what I was saying, right? We don't have no cape. You only have capes if you're superhuman. And I think that's all just in the movies. We're all regular human beings, right? So how can we achieve this prime goal of ours while remaining like, while having everything under control? The key is to get help. You cannot do this if you're going to have a shot at even making this happen, at even making your dreams happen. You will need to recruit help. Whether you get help from your family or you, you, you get your, your husband to be more involved or you get your friends, perhaps if you live in like, you have friends that live around you. If you were to do some form of um, babysitting share or, oh, I take the kids for this weekend so that you go do something as regards to your dreams or whatever the situation is, you need care. Most importantly, I would say you need to hire care because there's only so much that your family and friends can give you. Why? Because they have their own lives to live. So you need to, re- you need to hire care. If you're going to put your kids in daycare, that costs money. If you're going to get a nanny in your house, that costs money. The higher the quality of the the care provider, the more money you have to kind of churn out of your pocket. It kind of brings me back to this whole cycle of you needing help. You need help, but in order for you to get great help, you need to increase your income. How do you increase your income? By increasing your skills and the value you bring to the marketplace so that you get paid a higher value so that you can afford a higher care. It's kind of this whole big cycle. That's why I'm always big on self-care, big on education, big on improving yourself because it's this big cycle. You just want to take care of your kids, but you can't do it if you don't have money. Come, let's just talk. Hmm? Let's just talk. Let's just make it plain, right? Like that is it. You need money to get the best care available. And how do you make money? By providing services, skills to the marketplace and the higher your skills are in the market the the perceived value of your skills is the income you will make from the marketplace i mean let me let me just give you an example because right now it feels like i'm just like rambling in circles right let me just give you an example so that it's clear so for instance imagine you're this high player right and then you kind of need to travel oh let's just say you're a ceo oh wow that sounds good right <laughs> so you're the ceo of xx company right and you're required to be in um what state should we use let's say california you're required to be in california and your family currently lives in texas now as a requirement of your job you also get to travel a lot so for you to get the kind of childcare you need. You don't want a daycare because the daycare is not flexible enough for you. You want a nanny. And you just you don't just want any stupid, silly nanny. You want someone that you can actually hand over your kids to with peace of mind, right? You need to you need to be relaxed in knowing that this person is hands-on and will take care of your kids just as just as you would do if you were not doing whatever you were doing now, like work, right? That's one. So we've established that it's okay to ask for help and asking asking for help doesn't mean you're weak. In fact, if you don't ask for help, it means you're weak. Everything is a lot. You need help. Get help as often as you can whenever you need it. So this brings me to number two, which is 
self-care. So self-care has like, self-care is everywhere. And most people mistake self-care for going to the, going to the spa, a manicure, a pedicure, pedicure. Of course, this is included in self-care, but it goes way deeper than a manicure or pedicure. I always say this, like self-care means taking care of you internally, mentally, right? So listen, it's not even about losing weight because that counts, but a dead person cannot have it all. Can a dead person have it all? A dead person can't have it all. It's just it's just the plain truth. Like, you need to take care of yourself. Forget about, okay, yes, you need to lose weight. You need to look fit. You need to snatch that waist. You need to like be, like, super hot. But that is not even important. You need to be alive. And what are you going to do to stay alive? Okay, I'll tell you. You need to take care of your health. If you need to work out, what kind of exercises do you need to do to keep your heart going? It's kind of like a car, right? You have a car. Once in a while, you change the oil. You check the engine. You take it to the... um to the mechanics to kind of do whatever they do to make sure your kind fu- your car is functioning and then you neglect yourself for years you get signs of headaches headaches you're like oh i just have a headache i'll take tylenol i just have a headache i'll take ibuprofen oh oh i just have this ache here no that's your system telling you girl looks like we have a problem but yet we just ignore it and just oh pop tylenol pop tylenol you need to take good care of yourself because like i said earlier a dead person cannot have it all so for you to even have a chance at at having it all your health needs to be top-notch this brings me to the next point which is a choice of a life partner now i understand that this might be a little late for so many of you listening because i mean we're married already so we've kind of made that decision of a life partner but from what i've figured out and from research most of the women with like high-flying careers like strong women Think Michelle Obama, Hillary Clinton, you know, Melinda Gates, Sheryl Sandberg, Beyonce, and and the likes, right? These people married strong, confident, and supportive husbands. That is the only way they could have it. That's the only, that is the only way they could even try to have it all, right? You want to be with someone who is so confident in his success that your success puts a smile on his face. You know, like that, you know, whole intimidation of, oh, my wife is doing this. Oh, and I feel less of a man. No, 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 no. If you are going to attempt to have it all, you kind of have, you need to have this checked. Like, have a great supportive spouse. But like I said earlier, like, a lot of people have made this decision. So, therefore, the question really is, oh, my husband is not supportive. How do I get him supportive? Or I got lucky and I married someone that is very supportive, which is, hey, kudos to you. But for all of you who um, got married to men that are unsupportive, don't worry, it's not new. Like, a lot of successful women, too, have married unsupportive husbands and they got their husbands to be supportive along the line it's just easier if you marry a supportive husband from the start but i have another episode coming up that would address this issue and how you can get your unsupportive husband to be supportive so that's that on that and that brings us to the the next point which is you are not good you are not omnipresent so the earlier you start to come to terms with that the better for you and all of us to be honest like there will be times when your nanny or or your daycare center will watch your kids take his or her first steps while you're at work or you're running your business 
and you will have to deal with that, as painful as it may sound. Your daughter might confide in the housekeeper during her first menstrual period. Or you might have to miss that crucial executive meeting that could have made you maybe like a partner in the firm just because you're balancing the balls in life. That might happen, or rather, that would happen, and you need to be prepared for that because you can't be everywhere. That's why you get help, remember? Number one was help. But you have to be okay with understanding that sometimes the crucial, important stages you will miss because you're not God, you're not omnipresent. And balancing the balls of life, career, family, is ridiculously hard. And you must do it hard to have it all. It's just, it's, like, it's a no-brainer. It is hard, but you have to do it hard to have it all. However, there's a catch. If you are overwhelmed and you need to drop all balls, ensure you hold on to the family ball. Because if all else fails and everyone deserts you, which I'm sure you've heard, companies have fired people before. I mean, they've replaced them. Hold on to family ball because they will be there. Well, it's not a guarantee, but most likely they will be there. That's 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 a jockey to bet on. Like that's a good bet. Bet on your family. Don't bet on the job. If you have to drop the ball, hold on to the family ball. Because they will always be there. This brings me to the last point. Last but not the least point. You'll have to be firm. What do I mean by being firm? You see, as moms, right, our nature, we're caregivers, caretakers. Everybody's problem, everybody's problem becomes our own priority. And guess what? A lot of people will take advantage of it. You need to stand up for yourself. Many times, people will try to dump their responsibilities on you. You need to say no and be very firm about it. Take a stand and stick with it. That way, your time and your value will be respected. You will have to take the guilt of motherhood and swallow it like a bitter pill. If at all you want to make any progress whatsoever in your career. I know. Insane ambition, right? See, listen. Women have done it before you. If they can do it, you can do it. You just have to do it hard because it's hard. But you do it anyway. And that brings me to the end of today's episode. Thank you for listening. And I look forward to seeing you next week. Goodbye. I hope you enjoyed this episode and found it very useful. If you did, I would definitely like to hear from you. You can send me a message at emma at dreampermit.com. That is E-M-M-A at dreampermit.com. Or... Join the conversation on our Facebook page and Instagram page. Don't worry, all the details are on our website at www.dreampermit.com. If you know a fellow mom who will benefit from this episode, please feel free to share. And until next time, stay fabulously gorgeous. And remember, you can achieve anything you set your mind to. Motherhood is not a limitation, it's an advantage. Thank you. See you soon.